The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quickets, your Tuesday, July 23rd edition. Got a 15-game banger on tap free tonight. Hope everybody had a good Monday. A couple guys in the Slack chat went off last night, so that was good to see. Um, the pieces were there. Just you had to have the right one. It was a weird combo last night, but lots of fun on an 11-game or a, yeah, an 11-game slate. Got 15 tonight. Lots of uh, options to pitch with and some really good places to hit. When you're looking at the weather on the slate, Colorado, Washington, 15 to 20% chance to rain. I'd imagine that plays. Uh, San Diego and the Mets is up to 50 to 60% chances from last night, so that changed quite a bit. Uh, keep an eye on that one. That one does not look pretty right now, but we'll see as the day goes on. Kansas City, Atlanta, wind blowing out the center field about 10 miles an hour. And then Philadelphia, Detroit, about 10% chance to rain. Hopefully that's nothing Crazy. All right, your totals on this 15-gamer. Rockies, Nationals, 8.5. Cardinals, Pirates, 9. Indians, Blue Jays, 9. Red Sox, Rays, 7.5. Phillies, Tigers, 8. Padres, Mets, 8.5. Royals, Braves, 9. Reds, Brew Crew, 9.5. Marlins, White Sox, 9. Yankees, Twins, 10. A's, Astros, 9.5. Orioles, D-backs, 9. Cubs, Gigantes, 7.5. Angels, Dodgers, 9.5, and and then Rangers, Mariners, waiting on that one as we have the opener in uh, Seattle and a spot starter in Texas, so kind of a mess up there in the Pacific Northwest. Let's get crack-a-lacking. We have five pitchers over $10,000 on this slate. There's three of them we'll be targeting. you got Trevor Bauer at 11-4. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. There's something with Bauer is... You know, he gives up runs. He gave two homers his last start. Two, three, zero, two, zero, two in his last six starts. He gives up the long ball. But what Trevor Bauer does is he gives you six or more innings in almost every start he gives. In nine of his last ten starts, he's been six or more. He's been seven or more in seven of those tens. And what that allows you to do is rack up the strikeouts, six or more Ks in every one of those ten, uh, in nine of ten starts. He has... Uh, 20 or more points in eight of those 10 starts. He's a very consistently good pitcher. Faces a Toronto team that strikes out 23% of the time. He's a minus 155 road favorite in this matchup. 28% K rate of his own, 38.5% ground ball rate. 
Uh, Toronto does have a little bit of pop from time to time. There's no hiding that. They have a team total of 4.05, lefties 360, righties 276 versus Bauer. Um, It's going to be hit and miss with Bauer. He might give up a little bit, but the strikeouts will be there. He's going to give you uh, distance. He's going to give you 20-plus points unless it's a disaster. Lots of stability with a guy like Trevor Bauer at 11-4 for cash games. Really good play with GPP upside because Toronto at times can just go completely limp and strike out 10-plus times and do nothing, and Bauer could have a field day up in Canada. I'm going to skip Chris Sale. I'm going to skip Steven Trasper. Yes, I know, crazy me. But I'm going to go to Chris Paddock at 10-3 at the New York Mets, weather permitting. He's faced the Mets once this year, seven and two-thirds, four hits, no earned 11Ks for 40 DraftKings points. Near no-no in Miami his last time out, got you 34. He's got you 22 or more in three straight starts since really getting things going back from his little hiatus in the minor leagues. Uh, he's looked outstanding. He faces a Mets offense that does not terrify me at all. They strike out 21% of the time versus right-handed pitchers. Uh, Paddock, 27% K rate, almost a 43% ground ball rate. When you look at the Mets, they have a 4.1 team total, lefties three. Um, Lefty's 291, righty's 250 off of Paddock. I think Paddock's a good pivot because I think a lot of people are going to flock to Steven Strasburg. Maybe even some go to Chris Silk because they're both great pitchers. The reason I'm not using them is I think there's equal to, if not upside, pitchers surrounding them at lower ownership. So give me Chris Paddock at 10-3 instead of those other two guys. Last but not least, this should be the chalk up here. If it's not, I'm going to be so happy because it's going to be really, really hard not to play Aaron Nola at $10,100. Yes, he scuffled against the Dodgers his last time out, but let's give him a break there. It's the Los Angeles Dodgers who can beat down any right-handed pitcher you put in front of them. Prior to that, 24 against the Nats, 25 against the Mets, 34 against Atlanta, 34 against the Mets, 31 against Miami. He's starting to look like the Aaron Nola of old. Uh, in those really, really good starts, he had eight or more Ks in four of five of those starts going six-plus innings in all of those starts. He's looked really, really good, flicking that curveball like it's 2018 all over again. He's looked great. And when you really look at it, he faces the Detroit team, strikes out almost 26% of the time versus right-handed pitching, uh, 26.5% K rate of his own, 48% ground ball rate, and a Tigers team with a 3.8 team total. Lefties 286, righties 319 off Aaron Nola. Some weird reverse splits there. But you look at Detroit, a 292 Woba and a 153 ISO versus right-handed pitching. This is an outstanding spot for Aaron Nola. And the fact that he doesn't have to pitch in um, Citizen Bank Park is even better. Nola is a great play at 10-1. I hope he's not too chalky. He should be. If people have half a brain tonight, Aaron Nola is the play up here. So for me, I got Nola 1, Bauer 2, Paddock 3 at the 10K and above. There's nothing wrong with Salem Strasburg. I'm just going to go around them and try to get a little different. But, hey, we'll see what the the ownership looks like as the night goes on, as it's always dropped in the TQE member Discord around 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern time. Thanks to our boy, Matty D. So if you want to be a member of the TQE, use promo code Bubba, get the rest of MLB for $49.99, or the better deal, buy the NFL season package for $149.99. Use promo code Bubba and get the rest of MLB for free. Come join the fun over there at thequantedge.com. It's going to be a great year for NFL, and we're going to finish MLB very, very strong. All right, dropping below 10K in your 8 and your 9K range. couple options. Caleb Smith, 9400 bucks. This guy is outstanding. He's been better at home than on the road. But uh, road matchups against a guy like the White Sox, that, that was what was so tilting with Trevor Richards yesterday. He struck out seven in five innings. He did what we wanted to do there. He just couldn't keep the ball in the ballpark. 
And that Moncada homer was a just a gut blow. He had two outs. Then he gives up like a infield single, I think, to John Jay. Then he walks Jose Abreu on like eight pitches, and then he has like a one-one count and just gives it up to Moncada. That was that was brutal. He almost got through five. It would have gotten him into six. It would have been a whole different ballgame. But here we are, and you got Caleb Smith at ninety-four hundred bucks against this White Sox team who is um, striking out 26% of the time versus lefties. The Marlins, yes, the Miami Marlins are minus 115 road favorites right now. That tells you what you need to know about Caleb in Chicago. Uh, Lots of fly balls, though, lots of hard contact. So that's the only scary thing with this matchup. But it's a very, very good one for Caleb. Uh, The White Sox have a 4.4 team total. Lefties 316, righties 298. They have a 163 ice overs. Lefties, Caleb at 94, good GPP play. On tonight's slate. But dropping below Caleb, Yu Darvish at 92 is very, very intriguing. He's looked like the Yu Darvish of old his last couple starts. He's been much better on the road also this season, but his last two starts were at home. Six shutout innings in both starts, seven or more Ks in both those starts, 29 and 27 points. One thing we're seeing with Darvish, he has six or more strikeouts in six straight starts. That's been outstanding to see a little bit of the Darvish of old there. And he's gone six or more innings in. Um, in eight of his last tens, we're seeing some some uh, longevity. We're seeing the strikeouts coming back. Just a matter of keeping it down and keeping it in the ballpark. And AT&T Park will help with that a ton. A Giants team with is swinging it better of late, don't get me wrong, but they're still the Giants. They're still in a very tough ballpark to get offensive at. 22% K rate versus righties for the Gigantes. Uh, Darvish's K rate's up to 27% with a 46.5% ground ball rate, limiting the hard contact to 28%. Giants have a 3.8 team total. Lefties 353, righties 286 off Darvish. Darvish at 92. If you don't want to pay up to the 10K range, I think Darvish is a great play. He continually goes under-owned because people aren't buying into the changes yet. But I think Darvish at 92, very solid on tonight's slate. Lastly, in this 8 to 9K range, Wade Miley, $8,000 at home against the Oakland A's. He's been great at home this year. A 186 ERA average, almost 21 DK points per start. He's faced the A's twice this year, averaging about 15 points per start. Uh, his last three starts have been on the road. He's got you 15, 17, and 23. Um, he's just been very, very consistently good. Uh, I like him for cash games because he's got like a 15-point floor with upside. He rarely, anything's possible, rarely gets beat around. He's going to give you you know five, six, seven innings. He's going to keep the ball in the ballpark for the most part. That's all fine and dandy. Yes, the A's can spank it around, so there's no hiding that. But they strike out 21% of the time versus left-handed pitching, and Wade Miley's a minus-155 home favorite against a very good Oakland Athletics team, so it says a lot there. 53% ground ball rate, 20% strikeout rate, and the A's have a team total of 4.3. Lefties, 269. Righties, 278 versus Wade Miley. At $8,000, there's a lot of upside there and good stability with a Wade Miley at that price point, so don't mind that at all. In the 8 and 9K range, I got Yu Darvish 1, Caleb Smith 2, Wade Miley 3. Down below, it gets a little dice here. I don't have any 4K guys we like tonight, but we got Tommy Malone at 7,600 at home against the Texas Rangers. He's faced Texas twice this year, averaging 20 points per start because he's got 13 Ks and 10 and two-thirds innings. You know there's the opener for Tommy, and then he gets rocking and rolling. It's always it's always dicey. Minus 1.1 because he got three homers at Oakland. But then he threw 15 points for against the Angels. Five against St. Louis, gave up two homers. But then 13 at Houston, 13 against Baltimore, 22, 17, 10, 12, 23. All up and down there. The Texas 23, five and two-thirds, four hits, two earned. Gave up a homer, but struck out seven. 
So seventy six hundred bucks GPP only with Tony Malone. And one thing I do like about this situation, Texas team that strikes out almost twenty six percent of the time versus left handed pitchers that stands out tremendously. He gives up a lot of fly balls, a lot of hard contact, so you got to be careful there. But there is upside in this matchup, especially when lefties hit three hundred one, righties only two ninety six. Texas has a one ninety ISO versus lefties, which is great, but only a three hundred nine WOBA. And we saw Marco Gonzalez actually pitched okay last night. Tommy Malone at 76 uh, is in play for you as well. One play I really like here is Merrill Kelly at 7,300. A, it's always fun to pick on Baltimore. And B, Merrill Kelly's outstanding at home. A 2.83 home ERA, averaging 20 points per start. On the road, a 4.68 ERA, 10 points per start. Last home start was against Milwaukee. Seven innings, three hits, one earned six Ks for 24 points. Home start against the Giants, 24 against Colorado, nine. Uh, against the Mets, 35. So his last four home starts, he's got you 20, 20 or more points in three of four. Again, you get a Baltimore Orioles team you can definitely pick on on a slate like this, striking out 24% of the time, first right-handed pitching. A Baltimore team with a four-team total, lefties 358, righties 325, but a 301 Woba and a 165 ISO for the O's against right-handed pitching. I like Merrill Kelly quite a bit in that $7,300 range. Uh, Dallas Keuchel at 72. I'm always about targeting Dallas Keuchel. We're also getting a discount on Dallas Keuchel, which is kind of weird because he's been 83, 82, 86, 81 since he returned. He's got you 10, 22, 21, 14. He's been okay for 7,200 bucks. Those are things I'd take for 7,200 bucks. And now he's priced down to the cheapest he's been. He's at home in Atlanta. Wind's blowing out a bit to center field. But he gets the Kansas City Royals. I'm baffled by this pricing. Maybe it's just leaving the bait, and I might I might bite on it. But like I'm all about targeting Dallas Keuchel with bats all day long. At the same time, I see the $7,200, and I see tremendous upside. A Kansas City team that strikes out 21% of the time, first left-handed pitching. Keuchel's only striking out 14%, but he's got almost a 58% ground ball rate. It's just kind of a pick-your-poison situation. And you got a Royals team with a 3.6 team total. It's third lowest on the slate. Lefty's hitting 264, righty's 370. And the other thing about the Royals, they only have a 313 Woba and a 161 ISO versus left-handed pitching. They're not very good versus lefties. Something's got to give. Does Keiko pitch a gym at 7200 bucks, and we all go dancing in the streets? Or does Kansas City take them to Pound Town, which we've been hoping for for so long? That is the question, and that is why we play DFS, because baseball, anything can happen. But at 7200 bucks, Keiko is very much in play tonight, and that is really, really weird to be saying. Yeah, my dog even agrees with you over there. Last but not least, Jason Vargas, 6600 bucks at home against the San Diego Padres. Vargas, 315 ERA at home compared to over five on the road. Uh, 16 points his last time out. He threw a 13-pointer against the Yanks at home. 11 against St. Louis, 41 against the Gigantes, 10 against Detroit. It's more of a you know double-digit floor with some upside against the Padres team. That's very, very up and down this season. And they strike out 26.5% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Uh, 20% carry for Vargas, 40% ground ball rate. We know he gives up hard contact, but at the same time, lots to like here. 4.4 team total for the, uh, the Padres. Lefties 301, righties 327, but the Padres have been hitting right lefties well. A 337 Woba and a 202 ISO is very, very nice. So 6600 bucks. if you need to punch, you can go there. But I actually like Keiko more than Vargas if you need to go low, and that's really, really weird to say. So I got Kelly 1, Keiko 2, Vargas 3, Tommy Malone 4. Recapping your pitching all the way up top, Nola, Bauer, Paddock. 
In the middle, Darvish, Smith, Miley. Down below, Kelly, Keichel, Vargas, Malone. So lots of ways to go on a 15-game slate. Tons and tons of stuff. I recommend coming to the TQE member Discord or the Fantasy Sports DGen Slack chat to chat it up, and we'll get you on your merry way. Speaking of bats on this slate, catchers, Mitch Garver, double donged it last night. I keep saying he's crazy priced up, but he's he's in Gary Sanchez pricing, and he's doing Gary Sanchez things, so you got to respect it. He's 5300 bucks for Domingo Herman. I won't be going in there tonight. I won't. Against the big against a, a salad toss and lefty like Sabathia all day long. Against Domingo Herman, it's really tough for me to do. I got Gary Sanchez at 43. Probably not there either, but Yasmani Grandal at 43 versus Tanner Rourke. Big fan of that one. You can definitely take advantage of that. Uh, sliding on down, if Alex Avila is in the lineup for Dylan Bundy at 42, you can look that direction. Um, otherwise, you drop below 4K. Brian McCann versus Danny Duffy. It's lefty-lefty. But you could take advantage of Duffy at uh, thirty nine hundred bucks if you so choose, or you go back to our Marlins and Jorge Alfaro. I loved him yesterday. He went to Ding Dong City. Um, he's got ten or more points in two of his last four, and he gets Dylan Covey tonight, who you can definitely take advantage of. Miami has a team total of four point six. Lefties three ninety four. Righties four sixteen. Off Dylan Covey. It must be a thing with Dylan Covey's Bundies. They just get hit around the ballpark. So Jorge Alfaro at thirty eight. Big fan of that one. In a GPP, if you want to fade Caleb Smith, lefties actually get Caleb better than righties, but James McCann, he went deep yesterday. Loves hitting lefties. He's 3,800. I just go to Alfaro at 38. But GPP-wise, I could see the contrarian appeal. Um, Matt Wieters, he went deep yesterday. He's 3,600 versus Chris Archer. No problem that. If you want to save some cash, Archer is a bum. Um, trying to put it nicely, but he's a bum. So go that direction. Uh, other than that, you're going to drop down and just look for some value when lineups come out with Maldonados, Mathises, Hicks, all that kind of good stuff, depending on what we see later today. First baseman, <clears throat> you got Freddie Freeman and a lefty-lefty, but Josh Bell has been ice cold, ice, ice cold. Did he even do anything last night? I don't think he did. Oh, he got 13 points last night. One for three, double, run scored, ribeye, two walks. Hopefully that's a sign of things to come. But uh, 5K against Dakota Hudson. Lefties can hit Hudson well. Big pitch to contact guy with Hudson. Lots of ground balls, but if he's missing, you can take advantage of that. So Bell at 5K, Garrett Cooper at 49 versus Covey. Two plays to take a look at up top. Um, if you're sliding down, the Dodgers versus Cole of Anaheim is very, very nice. They have a 5.7 team total. It's going to be Cole and then Felix Pena. Uh, lefties are at 378 off Pena. Righties 299. Pena is a very good pitcher. Strikeout upside because of a lot of fly balls, a lot of home runs. So a guy like Max Muncy at 49 in the GPP. Sure. No problem with that at all. But going on down farther, Carlos Santana against Aaron Sanchez is outstanding. Uh, the Cleveland Indians have a, four, a total just below five. Lefties 340, righties 380. Aaron Sanchez is uh, not good. I'm just going to put it nicely. Um, he's got a, f- a big ground ball rate, but a ton of hard contact. Doesn't strike many guys out. Gives up a lot of long balls. Carlos Santana at 46. Very, very solid tonight. Yuli Gurriel went deep again yesterday. Gets Mike Fires tonight in another smash spot for Yuli at 46. It's, you might want to just save some cash to go straight to Yuli. First base, third base at 46. Really good spot there. Um, Eric Thames in a GPP at 45 versus Rourke. No problem with that at all. Same with Mark Conn in a GPP. I respect Wade Miley, but Conn has been swinging a decent bat. Will go basically 0% owned uh, in his matchup. Jock Jams is always relevant at 45 in a GPP. So a lot of GPP plays, not a lot of cash game friendly plays at this point in time up top. But if you go down farther, we're going to find a few more we like, like a Chester Cuthbert who does hit lefties well. He's 4,100 for Kansas City. 
first base, third base eligible. Uh, Matt Adams at 41 versus Lambert. You can take advantage of that at a discounted rate. No problem there at all. Goldie, I keep mentioning him. He's been slowly heating up. He went deep last time with a big three-run homer, averaging nine points over his last ten. It's not consistent, but he's getting there. He's got 17 or more points in four of his last ten. He's got eight or more in half of those games. He's getting there. He really is. So Goldie at 4K, he's still cheap. Chris Archer, not good. Uh, keep that in mind at 4K. Jose Abreu versus a lefty. Again, Caleb Smith's a good lefty, but 3,900 has a little bit of upside for you in that matchup. Uh, Joey Votto's been bad, but 38 you can look at if you need to go there. Otherwise, you're going to just check lineups and see what comes up. Justin Smoke at 35 at GBP hit a moonshot last night. We did mention how Trevor Bauer's given up two or more homers in three of his last five starts. If you want to roll those dice with a Justin Smoke at 35, more power to you. Heading over to second base, Cattell Marte in a great spot there versus Dylan Bundy at 55. At first base, you could go Christian Walker in a GPP, but Cattell Marte at 55, I love it. He got us uh, 10 points last night. It looked like it was going to be more. Kind of slowed down as the night went on. But uh, really good stuff with Marte. He's got double digits in four straight in six of his last seven. Lots to like there with Marte. He's up to 5,500. But it's Dylan Bundy. Uh, Arizona team total of five. Lefty's 298. Righty's 320 on Bundy. Ketan Marte really solid at that price point. Um, Go down farther. Like Whip Merrifield's okay at 5K. Max Muncy at 49. Those are both interesting. DJ LeMahieu went deep yesterday. He's 4,800 tonight. He'll go basically unowned. He has double digits and four straight in five of his last six. He's got 14 or more in five of his last six. Lots to like with DJ at 4,800 bucks. Gets no ownership. Uh, Moustakis, Altuve, both good plays, especially in cash, 47 and 46 respectively. So lots to like up top at second base, which is not the huge. At the position, Keston Hira should be back. He pinch hit last night as well. He's 54, so lots of places to pay up. If I'm paying up, it's Cattell Marte. It's DJ LeMayhew. Uh, those will be my top two up top if that's where I'm going. When you drop down, though, the low fours and below, you got Ozzy Albies at 44. Loves hitting lefties, so don't sleep on that versus Danny Duffy. That could be a nice low own play in his matchup. Tommy Edmond, if he's leading off for St. Louis and you're stacking St. Louis at 42, He's in play for you as well. A um, couple others below 4K. Adam Fraser at 39. S- solid look, especially if he's hitting towards the top of the order. Uh, Rudin Odor mentioned him as a GPP yesterday. He went to Pound Town. He's relevant again at 39 tonight. Um, other than that, like Starling Castro at 37 in the middle of the Marlins lineup. It's sketchy as hell, though, because it's Starling Castro. What I would do if you want to save some cash, you just go 3600 bucks to Jason Kipnis. That's a great play versus Aaron Sanchez. Again, Aaron Sanchez, hashtag not good. Kipnis, 16 points last night. Really good price point at 3600 That's just way too cheap. And then my other homeboy down here, you got Hanser Alberto at 35 You got Scooter Jeanette at 35 Both kind of options for you down here. And then um, talked about it on Bench with Bubba last night, episode 191, Bat Flip and Bubba. Our Bubba and the Bat Flip, episode one, Bat Flip Crazy and myself doing a weekly podcast now on Mondays on both of our podcast feeds, kind of a simulcast. He broke down Harold Castro quite a bit last night. Someone to keep an eye on with the um, with the Detroit Tigers coming in at 3400 bucks tonight. Could be another value play for you. It is uh, against Nola, but uber cheap if you need to go down there. Third base, Eduardo Escobar had a big boy game last night. Like him quite a bit tonight as well, 5300 bucks. Tonight, put up 29 points for you last night. A big two for four. Two triples for Eduardo Escobar. Good play for you there. Anthony Rendon, not bad. But Rafael Devers is 5K versus Ronnie Chirinos. 
pray for Ronnie. This is a good play with Devers. You got Bregman at 5K as well. All really good looks. Uh, give me Escobar. Give me Devers up top. Josh Donaldson versus a lefty is a big boy thing. You got Danny Duffy. Uh, Donaldson at 49. I like Atlanta. 5.4 team total. Second highest on the slate. Lefty's 330. Righty's 345 off Duffy. Josh Donaldson at 49. I think people overlooked that with Bregman and Devers right above him. I think Donaldson goes low-owned. Could be a good play for you. Same with DJ LeMahieu, who we talked about at second base. Eugenio Suarez, I've written about him almost every day the last week. I've talked about him all the time on the podcast. He's hitting righties as well, folks. I keep telling you, doubled on last night for 32 points. He has 17 or more in three of his last five. He has 14 or more in five of his last seven, or 14 or more in eight of his last ten. He's crushing baseballs. He's 4800 bucks. He gets Zach Davies tonight in a great spot. Lefty's hitting 348. Righty's 319 off Davies. And no one owns Eugenio Suarez night in and night out. So good stuff there if you want to save some cash. Like Donaldson and Suarez will both be lower owned than they should be because of the guys up top in the 5K range. Something to think about. You got Hunter Dozier at 47. Mustakis at 47. Machado at 46. Guriel at 46. Jose Ramirez at 45. It is loaded on a 15-game slate. If I got to narrow it down for you, up top, Devers, uh, Escobar. You got Donaldson, Suarez. And then give me some uh, Jose Ramirez, Guriel to wrap up your 45 and above. That's kind of where I'd be sitting for now. But tons of ways to go. Lots of good ways to stack or play home run derby because you can justify a ton of cases in these lineups. When you get cheaper, Brian Anderson, if you're with the Marlins at 42. I mentioned Tommy Edmond already at 42 as well. Chester Cuthbert at 41 mentioned those. So there's still value at these positions. Colin Moran, only 3,900 versus Dakota Hudson. That's a solid look. He got you five points last night. He's always got GPP outside in his matchup. Uh, David Fletcher swinging a hot stick at 38. It is Kinta Maeda, but you can hit Kinta Maeda, so don't be scared of that. Neil Walker's 36 for the Marlins. Got you zero last night. He's averaging three points his last 10, but he was, hey, he was hitting cleanup. So if you're stacking them, you run with it and pray. Just pray that something happens. Other than that, Marvin Gonzalez only 35. Again, uh, you could take a look at him. And then Heimer Candelario only 34 versus Aaron Nola. If you're fading Nola, that's a good price point for Heimer. Shortstop, you got Fernando Tatis Jr. at 54. But Bogarts, Bregman both at 5K, not bad. I'd probably save on that. Go down to Lindor at 49 versus Sanchez. I think there's more upside in that situation uh, on this slate. And then he gets some savings down to the mid-fours. Machado against Vargas at 46 has some upside for you. Javi Baez versus Madibum at 43 is interesting in a GPP. You can definitely look there. Or you got Paul DeYoung at 41. Put up nine more points last night. He's averaging seven and a half over his last ten. It's slowly getting going for Dedong. Dedong, Goldie, they're both heating up right now. Slowly getting it going. He's 4,100. You could take a peek at him. Nick Ahmed's been swinging it okay. He's 41 versus Bundy. So you can get some savings at the shortstop position. You know, Second base, third base, loaded up top. Shortstop, savings you can have. Uh, Goodrum, Gregorius, $3,900 each in GPPs. You can take a peek at them. Mike Freeman, if he makes the Cleveland start at 37 has some appeal at that price point. Uh, Jose Peraza at 36 Jose Iglesias down here as well. So you can find some value at the position. Heading to the outfield on a 15-game slate will be hashtag loaded. Christian Yellick against Tanner Rourke. Yes, please. Mike Trout's always in play, but Ronald Acuna at 57 versus Danny Duffy, that might be the uh, the bee's knees, as, the, as they used to say. That might be a great play at 5700 bucks. As he's running, he's hitting homers, he's doing it all, and I love it at 5700 
You got belly bombs always in play against Cole and Pena. Cattell Marte talked about him. You got Springer who's feeling it. Um, Starling Marte is going to be overlooked at 52. I like it a lot. Jordan Alvarez at 52 had a big game last night. 27 points, homer, double, drove in some runs. He's a phenomenal play. So you don't have to pay all the way to the top. I love Yellick. Acuna is my top play. I think he's a, a just a beastly play tonight. Bellinger, especially if you're stacking Dodgers, I'd still I want Acuna if I'm going all the way up. If not, you go down to Marte. You're going to Jordan Alvarez at 52. Save a little bit of cash with tremendous upside in their matchups and, and differentiate there. Uh, Mookie Betts is swinging well at 51. You could go there. I'd go up to Jordan or uh, Marte, 100 bucks more. That's just me, though. But Rima, Ramon Laureano at 5K versus Miley will go unowned and very intriguing at a GPP. Very, very intriguing. Uh, Joey Gallo at 49, GPP only. Michael Brantley at 48, I like that a lot. Fires has been good. He's been really good. Houston, a 5.2 team total. Lefty's 302, righty's 345. Fires has been good, but uh, that Houston team's heating up. And when they're hot, you stay out of the way. Just stay out of the way. That's simple. Uh, a few more to take a peek at. Jorge Soler, only 46 versus Keiko. I love. We know Soler can crush left-handed pitching, so keep Jorge in mind when you're building those lineups tonight. Good stuff there. Aaron Hicks, good low-owned play against Kyle Gibson at 46 as well. Um, Juan Soto is only 46. Like This is how low to the position is. He is mashing it. He's averaging 8 over his last 10. 0, 10, 0, 10, 4, 19, 3, 24. It's like an every-other-day thing with him. But Peter Lambert's not very good. Uh, Washington's a 4.9 team total. Lefties are at 371 off Lambert. Juan Soto at 46 could be some very nice savings on a big night from, from Mr. Soto. Don't mind that at all. A Hunter Renfro in a GPP versus Vargas at 45. Yes, we talked about how well the Padres hit left-handed pitching. One of the reasons is a guy like Hunter Renfro. Max Kepler went deep last night. Good GPP play at 45 versus Herman. Him and Renfro, two really good GPP plays there at 4,500. Uh, Jock Jams at 45. Um, yeah, wow. This, this is just a loaded, loaded night. 15 games. I'm used to a lot of action, but there's some really sweet spots here that you can take a peek at. Uh, AJ, uh, yeah, AJ Pollock at only 44 is interesting. He's really swinging it well since his return, so keep an eye on him. Um, Adam Jones at 43, big upside versus Dylan Bundy. Batted fifth last night, got you 15 points. Um, really good spot there if you're stacking Arizona with some Adam Jones at 43. People forget about him, especially in the righty-righty. You could take advantage of that. Tyler Naquin at 42, another guy you could take advantage of versus uh, Aaron Sanchez tonight if you want some discounts down lower here. Uh, Marquecas hits lefty's fine. He's 42 versus Duffy, and he will go own, unowned because people see lefty-lefty. So a good part of your Braves stacks is a guy like Nick Marquecas. Take advantage of that. Uh, Victor Robles, 42. If you want to get weird, you can go there. Alex Verdugo at 42 as well. Good savings for you in that one. So much options. I need a drink of water there. Whew. Um, going down to the low fours, like a Manny Margot at only 41. He's been batting second for the Padres. Talked about him on bench with Bubba last night as well. He's averaging almost 12 over his last 10. Put up a goose egg last, uh, his last start against Chicago with a 19 10. 27, 19, 0, 17, 6, 19. He's got 10 or more in 8 of his last 10, 17 or more in 7 of those 10. 4,100 for Manny Marco could be really nice for Jason Vargas. Uh, Jesse Winker at 41, definitely in play. Uh, Nomar Mazzara, GPP only. Uh, you get below 4K now. You got Avisil Garcia in a GPP versus Chris Sale. We know how well Avisil hits lefties. If you want to get really, really weird tonight, I don't mind it at 39. It's a very tough play. You got Nico Goodrum at 39 versus Nola. 
Franmil Reyes, if he's in the lineup at 39, is GPP relevant for sure. Uh, Adam Eaton at only 3900 bucks. Yes, he's not like crushing the baseball. But he's averaging eight points over his last 10. 0, 15, 3, 15, 9, 17. He's playing sneakily good, and he's 3900 bucks versus Lambert in Colorado tonight. Eaton could be a really nice play in that matchup. I've seen Lambert. I've seen John Gray. So keep that in mind. But either way, I like Soto, and I like Eaton versus Lambert or Gray. I think they're good options, especially at their price points. That's very solid stuff. Uh, a few more to take a peek at down here. Otherwise, we're going to check lineups and just call it good. Like David Fletcher mentioned him earlier. Jason Hayward, probably not. Um, uh, Jose Martinez versus Archer at 37 does have some appeals. against right-handed pitching very, very well. JBJ's at 36 versus Chirinos. That has some upside to it. Crush Davis is down to 3,600. Chad Pender down to 36, both versus Wade Miley if you need to get weird. Otherwise, check your lines. Marvin Gonzalez, 35. There's options down here, but just see what your lineups bring out to you. All right, recapping the pitching up top. Nola, Bauer, Paddock. In the middle, Darvish, Smith, Miley. Down below, Merrill Kelly, Keuchel, Vargas, Malone. So lots and lots of options there. Let's see what we're stacking up tonight. You got the Dodgers versus Felix Pena is outstanding. But the Braves versus Duffy, big fan of that one. I like that quite a bit. Uh, you could go to Houston, but Milwaukee versus Tanner Work has my appeal. Still like Atlanta more. I will go back to Arizona for Dylan Bundy all day long. Big fan of that because you get Bundy and you get the bullpen. So big fans of those. Cleveland versus Aaron Sanchez is phenomenal. So Atlanta, Arizona, Cleveland, those will be my three for now. Keep an eye on Washington. See how that, that shakes out. Um, but tons and tons of ways to go on a slate like this. My top three would be Atlanta, Cleveland, and Arizona right now. Um, and we'll kind of figure more out when we see lineups, see where we want to get sneaky with things. There will be options to get weird throughout this night on a 15-game slate. Let's go over the BVP real quick, send you on your way. Blackman, 7 for 14, 4 doubles and a homer off of Steven Strasburg. Not too shabby there. Uh, Matt Weider, 7 for 16 with a double, not a huge average, but nothing to to scoff at either. Um other ones to take a peek at. Yandy Diaz, 4 for 6, 2 doubles and a triple versus Chris Sale. Jackie Bradley, 4 for 10. Bogarts, 4 for 11 against Yanni Chirinos. Um, Ian Kinsler's not playing baseball, so who gives a shit? Chesler Cuthbert talked about him at 4,100. He's 5 for 9, 2 doubles and 2 homers off of Dallas Keuchel. Very nice Chesler Cuthbert look. Grandal, 3 for 11 with a homer. Christian Yellick, 13 for 48, a double, 2 homers. Moustakis, Aguilar, Thames. All have homers off of Tanner Rourke. Uh, Derek Dietrich, 4 for 11, 2 homers off Davies. Joey Votto, 10 for 27 with a homer. Peraza, 5 for 17 with a homer off of Zach Davies. Uh, Michael Brantley, 8 for 25 with a double off Mike Fires. Something to keep in mind there. Do, do, do. Marvin Gonzalez, 4 for 9 off Domingo Herman. Gary Sanchez, 3 for 8 with 2 homers off Kyle Gibson. Edwin Encarnacion, 10 for 33, 2 doubles and 4 homers. Brett Gardner, 5 for 16, a double and a triple off of Kyle Gibson. Uh, that, that, uh, not too much else coming. Max Munthy, 3 for 7 with 3 home runs off Felix Pena. That's pretty telling there. And that'll do it for quick hits. Fun one in the books. 15 gamers, a little quicker than I expected for 15 games. But I'm on Twitter at BDintrick. If you have any questions, hit me up. Come join us in the Fantasy Sports DJ and Slack chat. Or come over to quantedge.com promo code Bubba. Rest of MLB for $49.99. Or buy the ML, or the NFL season package for $149.99. Use Bubba and get 
a, the rest of the MLB season for free. Highly recommend doing that. Also, check out Bench with Bubba episode 191 last night. Ben, Bubba and the Bat Flip episode 1. Going to be a weekly thing on Mondays. Really looking forward to it. Bat Flip Crazy and I becoming good buddies, and it'll be fun to chat it up weekly with him. So I highly recommend checking that out. There'll be more coming out. We also have Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast with myself and Jesse. Came out last night previewing this week's WGC FedEx St. Jude Invitational. So tons going on over there, as usual, at FantasySportsDGens.com. Hit us up. Give a rating and review on iTunes. I'd really appreciate it. But until next time, this was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, July 23rd edition. I'm out.